0: healthcare is very very um it's a very busy lifestyle should we say you know doctors are very busy people and that's only going one <laughs> way so it's been getting harder and harder for them to dedicate time to spend with reps versus patients and then you have you know a global pandemic that you know locks down the entire world like you know try and get a rep in to see a doctor in this environment and you know that's really accelerated things so They're spending more and more, well, they have less and less time to actually spend with a physical rep, but they have more and more sort of digital touch points. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders.
1: Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by J Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Tech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, UpWest Labs, Synergy Global, Hilal at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, we're talking about physicians, but in a different point of view. Meet Gareth Shaw, President, UK and Europe, of DoCare, the world's first global platform for programmatic physician marketing. Prior to Docker, Gareth worked on the senior leadership team at PulsePoint, where he helped scale the business to the point where they were strategically acquired by WebMD. Gareth has over 15 years of experience in digital holding roles at Yahoo and Experian. It was at PulsePoint that he began his journey into the health vertical. He has lofty aspirations for the role Docker can play in improving healthcare globally through more effective physician engagement. Gareth Shaw. Welcome to 20 minute leaders president of the United Kingdom and Europe of Docare. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for
1: having me. Looking forward to being here. I'm I'm just curious to learn about what what it is that you do, Gareth, because it sounds really relevant to today. It sounds it sounds like a modern way of thinking through, you know, physicians and doctors and how they interact with the world around us and how do we as the world interact with them? Uh, and and looking at what Docare is doing with physician-only programmatic marketing, so Gareth, first of all, what, what does that mean, Docare, physician-only programmatic marketing?
0: Um, well, that, that's, that's a great question. So, yep, we're Docare, and we are the world's first global physician programmatic platform. Um, what does that mean? So, if you look at physicians or doctors, um, you know, it's, it's not a unique profession, but it's, 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 you know, it's one of those professions where you need to constantly be up to date on what's happening. You know, you could have qualified as a doctor 40 years ago and medicine is very different, you know, today than it was last year, let alone 40 years ago. So a big part of your job as a physician, you know, is continual medical education and making Mm. sure you're up to date with the latest therapies, treatments, all that kind of good stuff. Um, And to do that, you know, they have to go and find that information. Um, And then you have on the other side of the equation – you have like uh, the big pharma brands, the big medical device companies, the companies that are really investing in the R and D to progress medicine. Um, they want to communicate, you know, all the great stuff they're doing, the research development side, all these new things they're launching to improve patient outcomes. So, really, what we do is we we are a platform that sits in between, you know, a, a life science company that wants to potentially educate a physician on the latest treatment or therapy, and and the physician themselves. Um, and we do that in a, a programmatic environment. Um, what programmatic means, um, really means just using programs um, to market or a, automation. Um, so if you think about how a, well, our lives are kind of dominated by, by digital now. So we're, we're, we're talking now via video conference, very digital. So you think about how a doctor goes about their day to day. You know, they may go, oh, well, you know, I'll log in. You know, it's probably when you go to the doctor, it's like when I go, you know, they'll be talking to you from behind a computer screen, tapping away notes into your electronic health record. Yep. You know, that's a digital touch point for a doctor. They mm-hmm. may go to a medical journal to read up on some of the latest um, the latest research. They may go to a continual medical e- medical education site to take some mm-hmm. um, accumulate credits. Um, they may go to a a networking site. There's all these different different digital touch points. And there's yep. so much you know opportunity, well so much data a swimming around, in you know, terms of what are they doing right there and then, and mm-hmm. you know, it really is. How do you put the, the the right message in front of the right person at the right time? And programmatic just allows us to harness all that in real time. So, you know, if one physician is on the British Medical Journal reading a particular article, we could serve that physician a completely different message from the next person. Uh, next physician that actually sees that page in real time you know they could be standing stand by side with their laptops and see different messages based on their interest or or behavior so really um, we connect life science brands with with physicians and we do it in a very very targeted surgical way Take me back to the
1: personality of a physician, because I think what you're mentioning here is super, super interesting, because I'm thinking about myself, for example, as an engineer, and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about, you know, some ways in which I get updated as an engineer, very similar to a physician. I can be trained as an engineer, but now I have to be up to date with the evolving, uh, you know, languages and the evolving tools that I have at my disposal and, and it's and it's quite difficult. But what what is it about the physician day to day, or pers- perhaps personality, that lends itself to saying, okay, there's this niche market here that, that there's a large enough opportunity to create a, a you know a, a this a company like DoCare that is tailored for them? Yeah, that, well, that's
0: that's that's a brilliant question. So um, traditionally um. You know, the, this kind of like education piece on, you know, what are the latest advancements coming out from life science? Um, was done by sales reps, yeah. you know, and they would, they would go around and they would visit doctors and hospitals and surgeries. You know, they'd go in and they'd spend an hour or however long educating the doctor. You know, here's the latest journals here, you know, physically, you know, giving them reading material and things like that. Um, you know, uh, healthcare is very, very, um, It's a very busy lifestyle, should we say? You know, doctors are very busy people, and that's only going one way. (laughs) So it's been getting harder and harder for them to dedicate time to spend with reps versus patients. And then you have, you know, a global pandemic that, you know, locks down the entire world, like, you know, try and get a rep in to see a doctor in this environment. And, you know, that's really accelerated things. So they're spending more and more, well, they have less and less time to actually spend with a physical rep but they have more and more sort of digital touch points um so it's about you know catching them you know because we're looking you know whether it be a point of care platform so whether they're using an electronic health record an e-prescribing app or you know whether on a journal or an education website because we know the environment they're in we can be quite structured in you know pushing those little messages out that like oh it's the exact right context you know our big usp is you know we are engaging those doctors when they're in full work mode when they Mm. are you know if you need to talk to a cardiology about a specific uh topic within cardiology we can put that message you know in that place you know if you want to if you want to talk to a general physician around um coupons or copay cards to subsidize a patient's prescription costs you know in the us we can do that because at patient intake, the platform, you know, they'll know the, the insurer. And then mm-hmm. if they prescribe a certain medication, you know, we're not going behind the HIPAA wall or taking any PII or anything like that. But because we're in that environment, we can suddenly say, oh, you just prescribed X. Did <laughs> you know that you can hand out this, um, this coupon? You know, right. physicians love it. Patients love it. You know, it's, it's good for everyone.
1: Is there any factor of building trust with the visit, with the physicians as you're built as you know Docker is running today? Is there any form of trust that needs to be built here?
0: Well, one hundred trust is the key key to everything. I find my my background um, my background was was uh, search and then uh, di- more broadly sort of digital media across all formats, and then I went and worked at Experian on the data side uh, for a while before going over to a company named PulsePoint that sort of pivoted into health about five years ago. And I would say throughout my whole sort of digital journey, going from selling media to selling data to then getting involved in advertising technology startups and, and the health sector, is, is trust powers everything. So mm. we, we are sort of almost an intermediary marketplace. So the, relation, the physician has the relationships with the electronic health record platform or the the journal publisher but we then want to have a relationship you know with with that that publisher or platform to help build the trust there with the physician every time the physician goes to that platform we want them to be getting value you know we don't want you know the early days of uh, programmatic advertising on on the general internet i'm sure a lot of people had that experience where they were stalked around the internet buy an ad for a pair of shoes or something like that, that you probably purchased, but the ad followed you around for six weeks. You know, we don't want that creepy stalkery um, feeling. And we also, we also don't want right. to hammer people with ads. We want to be very, as I say, very surgical and provide valuable clinical messaging. So that's the side we talked to uh, with, the, um, with the, the, the supply side, so the relationships with the, the physicians. So we want to enhance the trust those partners have with the physician by adding valuable content to their platforms. And then the other side of the equation, we definitely need to build trust, um, with the life science companies. So, you know, the pharma brands, the medical device companies, because it, this is a highly regulated, um, industry, you know, mm-hmm. and if you get it wrong, you know, there can be very big fines, you know, if, if you promote, promote something in a market where it's not, you know, not, um, um, not approved to be promoted or you met you promote it for a it may be approved in that market but if you promote it for something it's not approved for and various other different things so i'd say on on that side of the equation so on the demand side uh, with our with our clients their trust is is paramount because the low bar isn't saying oh well we understand all the regulation and we're completely compliant the low bar is we understand all the um regulation we're completely compliant and we can we can you know articulate to you in a simple easy to understand way because the low bar is convincing the compliance team whether it you know at the brand that hey you know this is great my marketing team love it it's innovative i'm you know i'm going to get my right message out to the doctor i'm going to drive engagement it's going to be great uh and then you get this compliance team like are we going to get a huge fine for doing this and you have to be able to you know clearly articulate to those guys so trust is, is is paramount and you know looking at at my role specifically you know we 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 launched originally in the indian market which was which for me joining the business was was a massive uh, a massive thing because there are a few companies doing programmatic advertising in the health space in the u.s the u.s is somewhat of a unique market in terms of the regulation um and how you can advertise to physicians and patients um, um, New Zealand's the only other market that really works like the U.S. The rest of the world, you can only advertise any mess. Well, you can only show any messaging to do with prescription drugs mm-hmm. in two doctors in very specific environments. Wow. Um, so, you know, we have to be able to kind of clearly articulate that. And the fact that we did it in India and then we went to the U.S. and now come into Europe... It's very easy for me to say well you know i'm just layering on it's like well first thing i only work with endemic environments i only work with places where doctors go i'm not on the open internet i'm not you know showing an advert or a message to a doctor when he's on cnn.com you know that is not what i do you know i'm only on an environment that only a doctor would go to preferably behind a login um, you yeah. know and, and building that trust and then layering on the innovation because if we you know pro- programmatic advertising. It's probably ten, fifteen years old, and if we tried to go in at a million miles an hour and said, "Right, we can do all this great stuff immediately," some people would get excited, and then everyone with a legal background would slam the door on our faces because it'd be like, "Whoa!" So it's about building trust and then layering on, um, you know, innovation around that um, and keeping things simple.
1: So is 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 it something special about physicians where? Where they are right now an ideal audience for such a thing, or or do you see this as something that can be replicated or something that can be leveraged for a variety of other professions that in a similar nature require that constant updating
0: um so yeah no, yeah, yes you could you know if you look at how digital advertising works you know with in the consumer world, so much innovation around personalized ads. You know, there's there's regulation out there, like uh, GDPR in the EU. You know, that means companies have to use data in in responsible ways. But then you look at you look at how much um, just how much GDP goes into healthcare. Um, you know, how much R and D budget goes in, how much advertise. You know, it's a huge, huge industry. It's very underinvested in digital because, as I mentioned earlier, it was very rep driven um and then also if you look at the amount of data available you know they're not the biggest audiences in the world i think it's like 1.1 1.2 maybe uh, million doctors in the us 1.7 give or take you know in 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 europe including the uk but the amount of information because you know with digital going crazy in terms of the applications of all these different digital platforms that people use to make their lives easier you know and doctors uh you know, and, and um, digital health records and things, you know, with, you know, that coming out of the States, and being pushed sort of globally. The data is all there. That You know, you can build these very, very meaningful kind of moments where you can engage and, and interact with a physician. Because, you know, maybe 10 years ago, um, we might not have been able to do what, what we're doing now. Um, so, yeah, I think you, the, the opportunities, it's, it's a huge market. It's massively under-invested in digital and we're now at a point where the technology and the data it's all kind of there that if you you know if you understand the regulation and you do it in a responsible way um you know we can really accelerate um you know what's happening and and really for you know our, our kind of vision is we want to we want to empower physicians you know with with the most up-to-date information, so they can do their 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 jobs better. You know, it's not around. You know, we're we're not an advertising company. You know, we serve advertising right. and promotional clinical messaging, but really we want to we want to be a sort of data and insights company. We want to understand, you know, how particular physicians behave, um, how particular brands. You know should be thinking around not just well where you know i want to get in front of cardiologists where do i do that yes we we can do that but what is it you're you're bringing out is it just cardiology are there other kind of specialities that overlap that you should be considering and really sort of you know become special advisors to to the brands on on the audience they should go after and then the best way to find that audience and, and engage them digitally and as as the world accelerates with digital, I'm sure we'll we will not have many dull days in terms of innovation.
1: Where where's your passion coming for all of this? You know, this deep understanding. Obviously, you're very curious about what you do, and you truly believe in what you do. Where where is this coming from?
0: Um, so, so I, I suppose I kind of, as I say, I, I I started my journey sort of working at Yahoo, yeah. Um, selling you know, um, selling search, and then I started selling digital media and. You know, I I really enjoyed my time there. Um, And then I went and did a little bit in the data side. I kind of, without knowing it, sort of touched all these different elements within the digital sphere. I put myself in a good position to go to a startup. And then I got employed by a company called PulsePoint. I never really looked back in terms of big companies are great, but little companies, when you're building something, was brilliant. And that kind of... You know identifying a problem or a need or an issue and then building something to solve it or or disrupt I absolutely love it um, you know the best bit about my job is I almost feel like um, you know there's a series of puzzle pieces that i need to I need to find and then I need to put them together to make hmm. you know make make the picture that that we're looking to get to and i really I really enjoy that kind of yeah building and orchestrating and you know building a t- you know coming up with a vision building a team and then and then executing it and you know when i was younger showing ads on the internet um that was great for paying my mortgage and now i'm a little bit older i kind of want to i want to have something a little bit more more meaningful um to look back on and you know working in the you know like healthcare i think Uh, you know, the U S the UK, most of Europe doesn't work as well as it could. And anything we can do to bring efficiency to it. Um, you know, it's something you can kind of, I can look back on and be, be kind of proud of.
1: I I love it. You know, if you're looking now at your, you know, your, what you do today and the impact that you have is, is the, you're you're talking quite a bit about the impact on the physicians and the market. and, And then obviously the ripple effect is huge. Towards you know the the end the end customers is that is that a big part of the the journey as well the you know the way that you know through educating the market and through providing you know the the access to these new technologies you're by default then and the transitive property you're making an impact then on the people that are then getting affected through these physicians
0: no definitely definitely Um, you know if you if you pull it all back it's all about, you know, delivering, you know, a big buzzword in, in the healthcare industry is patient outcomes. But that, that's what it's, you know, all about. It's, you know, how, you know, not even, I think probably delivering a sort of patient outcome is like someone goes to the doctor, you know, you want to get them well. You can even go beyond that. It's like, well, how do we, you know, as a society keep people healthier? So you're almost like preventative care. So that they don't right. have to go to the doctor as much. And, you know, just looking at, you know, how interconnected everything is digitally now, if we can harness the power of that, you know, like I say, in a, in a responsible way to deliver the right information to the right people, you know, in the right moment, so it has the greatest impact, you know, it, it's all around, you know, well, if we can make people healthier, you know, there'll be less strain on health systems, and there'll be more money to go into, you know, well, investment in healthcare, you know, make, you know, once that gets to where it should be, you know, just investment in, in, in other things and quality of life. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a big thing for me now. I'm a little bit older. I really like, quite like the, the kind of vision of, of having a more meaningful impact on the world.
1: Well, it definitely sounds like you, you do have that with Duck Karen and, and I was fascinated hearing about you know your outlook on the on the market and what's happening today and the way that information flows and the different opportunities there are. Uh, so, Gareth, I really want to thank you for for joining me in these 20 minutes. This was very very enjoyable. It went by very very quick, uh, but I, I I loved hearing about the journey and about what the domain. And uh, thank you very much for your time and for the
0: impact. No worries. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. Bye.